Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great Thursday, a little bit of action in the evening, most of it during the day. But we have a full day of action for you, 14 games on Friday. We're going to recap Thursday's news and notes and get you ready for that Friday. Fun weekend, only 14 games because two teams have the day off in the Cubs and the Cardinals because they're playing in London, England over the weekend. So getting ready for that one. Let's recap your news and notes from the day. The Rays have benched Wander Franco Thursday and most likely Friday for behavioral issues. They said at least two games, maybe more. I wouldn't be shocked if he's in the lineup Friday. We'll see. It's uh, it's a weird deal. Franco, Franco's been great. He's got like eight home runs, 24 stolen bases, hitting for average this year. Apparently, uh, the, the manager, Cash, said he's a great kid, just has some issues on how he handles his, I guess, emotions in the locker room. Sounds like he's having temper tantrums is what it sounds like. Sounds like he's like a toddler. But uh, we'll see. Hopefully, Franco comes back on Saturday and crushes over the weekend for fantasy managers around. The Twins, they signed Dallas Keuchel to a minor league contract. Don't expect too much from a fantasy standpoint unless you plan on fading him in DFS or streaming against him in your season-long leagues. Reese McGuire goes to the I.L. with an oblique injury, kind of hinted at that on yesterday's show. It became official. Alex Verdugo, he went to the bereavement list for the Red Sox, but and they already said he'll be back on Tuesday, so he's leaving for the weekend. I'm assuming a funeral. I don't get into the personal information. Most people don't tweet it out, but if they already have a set date for Tuesday, it's pretty much he's flying somewhere, being with family, flying back. So all the best to Alex Verdugo. A.J. smith Shaver of the Atlanta Braves was supposed to start on Wednesday. Game got rained out. Instead of pitching on Tuesday, they let, they let Bryce Elder keep his spot in the rotation, and he shoved against the Philadelphia Phillies. And A.J. smith Shaver gets his start moved back from Wednesday to Friday in Great American Small Park. So that could be a, uh, a bummer, but we'll wait and see against the Reds on Friday night. Mike Yastrzemski, MRI revealed, didn't even show a grade one strain of his hamstring, just inflammation. That's the best thing the Giants could have hoped for as Yaz left Wednesday start early. Completely precautionary, and he even said if they weren't precautionary, he wanted to play, he might have messed it up and then had a grade one or two strain. The fact they pulled him out to be precautionary, Yaz surely missed a game or two, which is great to hear. For Yastrzemski. Oswaldo Cabrera of the New York Yankees is recalled once again. He's taking the spot of Willie Calhoun, who we mentioned on yesterday's show, is going to the IL with his quad injury. The Astros are calling up outfielder Bly Madras uh, on Friday. He's hitting 249 with 10 home runs and 10 stolen bases in AAA. Madras is walking over 15% of the time with a 25% strikeout rate. Corresponding move will need to be made and has not been made yet in order to make room for Madras on the Astros 40 man roster. 
the the Astros have been dealing with injuries all season long, and and Madras brings a little power, a little bit of speed to the team. So we'll see how he fills in, you know, because Myers and Cormick and others have been getting plenty of playing time in the outfield. So we'll see how Bly Madras fits into the mold. Lance Lynn, he was reinstated from the bereavement list on Thursday and is expected to make his next start on Saturday. Lynn's coming off that big boy start his last time out. Can't wait to see how he backs that up for fantasy managers that had him benched last week, and he'll most likely start him this week and cross your fingers. Oh, wait a minute. Brian Reynolds is going to the IL after Derek Shelton said, no, no oblique injury. He's not going to the IL. I guess Shelton wasn't completely wrong. It's not an oblique injury. Brian Reynolds has a lower back inflammation injury, and that sends him to the IL. Back injuries are no joke. We've seen certain players come back right away. Other players, it lingers and lingers and lingers, and they're still battling it much, much later. So hopefully it's not too bad with Brian Reynolds. The Mets have optioned starting pitcher Tyler McGill to AAA. It's been a rough go for Tyler McGill. Uh, Siler was his name at one point in time last season. He just has not lived up to those expectations. And then last but not least, a little late night uh, oopsie uh-oh situation. Shane O'Mac, Shane McClanahan left his start early with mid-back tightness. This is going to be an interesting one because his velocity was down as he struggled uh, early on in that game. And hopefully it is just the back. But the way the velocity was down, there are some concerns when it comes to Shane O'Mac in this overall uh, situation that made him leave his start on Thursday. All right, before we get to some highlights from the day, let's talk underdog fantasy. Are you guys ready to step up to the plate and show off your fantasy baseball skills? Check out Underdog Fantasy's 7th Inning Stretch Tournament that starts right after the All-Star break through July 14th, where you can build your dream team and compete against your friends for the $150,000 in total prizes. The best part? Once you draft your team, you're all set. No need to worry about waivers, substitutions, trades uh, during the tournament. Don't Nothing. None of it. It's that simple. Don't worry about even setting your lineups each week. Underdog will automatically select your highest scoring players for you. The seventh inning stretch has four thrilling rounds of action as you advance round by round if you do well in the previous round. From the uh, 12-person groups in round one all the way to the 134-person final group in round four, the competition keeps getting better and better and more intense the farther you go. And for our code, PitcherList, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, you'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100, and that's only $7 to enter this tournament. Check the description of the episode for the sign-up link and make sure you use the promo code PITCHLIST, all one word, when you sign up. Mark your calendars, folks. The tournament starts right after the MLB All-Star break, so get ready to dive into the action. So what are you waiting for? Visit the link in the episode description, use promo code PITCHLIST, all one word, and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Join us in the 7th inning stretch tournament and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on Underdog. Good luck and may the best team win. Just a reminder that you must be 18 or over and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates, 19 or over in Alabama and Nebraska, and 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms apply. Make sure you, uh, if you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. If you're in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights for your Thursday action on the diamond. Byron Buxton, two for four with two home runs, two solo shots. Uh, Buxton's now hitting 215 on the year with 13 homers and six stolen bases. Definitely a down season for Buxton. Uh, the power was nice to show up for us on Thursday. He's been battling injuries. They pretty much said he won't be able to play the outfield, which makes you wonder how much more he's going to be able to run this season in general. 
So uh, Bucks had a big game on Thursday. If you can just stay healthy, you'll still get some nice production in the power department, but that is about it. The Kansas City Royals ran wild on Tampa Bay on Thursday. Like even MJ Melendez had two stolen bases. But the story I'm going with here is Mikel Garcia, two for four, two runs scored, an RBI walk, and a whopping three stolen bases for Garcia. He's hitting 287 with two home runs and 10 stolen bases on the season. But even more impressively for Garcia, in the month of June, he's hitting over 300 with two home runs and six stolen bases. So both the homers, six of the 10 stolen bases, have come in the month of June as he's really getting it going. Hits fifth a lot of the time in the Royals lineup, which is great for your fantasy purposes. And then Lane Thomas, we talk about him. I talk about him on my DFS shows. Love him versus left-handed pitching. Well, he went two for four with a solo shot on Thursday facing a lefty. Lane Thomas now is currently riding a 10-game hitting streak where he has three home runs. Just having a great year overall, leading off for the Washington Nationals. So if for some weird reason Lane Thomas is available in your leagues, fix that. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters box on PitcherList.com. Starting pitching highlights for your from your Thursday, Joe Ryan. We had some really good pitching, to be honest, for compared to most days. But Joe Ryan, a complete game shutout. Three hits, no walks, nine strikeouts. Big boy stuff for Joe Ryan against the Boston Red Sox. Ryan had 16 whiffs and 25% CSW on 112 pitches. Uh, after that amazing start, Ryan now has a 2.98 ERA and a 3.68 xFIP on the season, with 100 strikeouts and 93 and two-thirds innings pitched. Joe Ryan has been outstanding, and uh, he's about the only healthy thing still going in that the, outside of I guess Bailey Ober in the Minnesota Twins rotation. Blake Snell continues to dominate. He helped snap the Giants' 10-game winning streak. Snell threw six shutout innings, allowing three hits with zero walks and 11 more strikeouts. That is now. 35 Ks in his last three starts alone. He's got he had 12 and back to back before the 11 on Thursday. He was dealing. Snell over the six innings pitch had 22 whiffs, a 44% CSW. Over Snell's last six starts, he's thrown 36 innings, two earned runs total, two earned runs total in those 36 innings with 13 walks and 56 strikeouts. Blake, Nels, Blake Snell is at another level right now. Pretty, pretty good. But might not have been as good as Snell, but it was pretty darn good. And that is Braxton Garrett of the Miami Marlins facing off of the Pittsburgh Pirates on Thursday. Garrett with seven innings, one run, three hits, no walks. That part already gets me excited. But Braxton Garrett over those seven innings had 13 strikeouts. He had 15 whiffs and a 43% CSW. We had two pitchers over 40% CSW combining for 24 Ks and 13 innings. That is pretty good here, folks. Over Garrett's last nine starts, he's thrown 50 in the third innings, allowed 14 runs with nine walks and 68 strikeouts over those 50 innings. Braxton Garrett's been outstanding. Everyone loves Yuri Perez and for good reasons, but Braxton Garrett is potentially the ace of the Miami Marlins rotation. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief of pitching highlights from Thursday on the eight games. Not a ton of saves, honestly. Three total saves. Scott McGuff picked up his fifth save of the year for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He's picked up saves in back-to-back games in his last three outings, saves in all three outings. As I've been saying it, he's the dude in the back end of that Diamondbacks bullpen. Scott Barlow picked up his ninth save of the year. Aroldo Chapman got the W as the Royals came back in that one to win 6-5 against the Rays. So Chapman's still been effective. Barlow picks up the save, and he's been good. 
couple back end arms that might get traded by the Royals before the All Star before the trade deadline. And then AJ Puck, the Marlins battled back to get the win and give AJ Puck his tenth save of the season as he has been very good when healthy. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things starting pitching. All right, before we preview Friday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Looking at DFS on Thursday. It's a 10-game main slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. There's four games that start at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. They'll have their own little slate. But for the 10-game main slate, you got Coors Field in play, and you got two great matchups, Colorado versus Patrick Sandoval, the Angels versus Kylo Freeland. Those are both outstanding. And then if you want to be off of the Coors chalk, give me all of the Texas Rangers against Luis Severino. Severino's velo has been down. He's been very, very hittable. The Yankees as a whole just aren't good right now. Pitching and hitting, I don't care. Give me those Texas bats with that short porch. You got your Jonah Himes, your Tavares is for cheap. Nathaniel Lowe even. Corey Seager has been amazing. This The whole lineup top to bottom for Texas has been great and should have some fun versus Luis Severino. On the bump, give me some Brian Bayo versus the struggling Chicago White Sox, a White Sox team striking out over 25% of the time versus righties over the last three weeks. Bayo has been great. He's turning into an absolute G in that Red Sox rotation. So I'll be taking some Brian Bayo. And then Taiwan Walker, this is a fun one because the Mets, Mets are like a, they'll have their big days and their, their down days offensively. Taiwan Walker's been great his last three or four starts. I'm starting to kind of buy in, which means he's probably due for a blow up. But I'll take my chances at home against the New York Mets on Friday night. All right, some things I'm looking forward to on Friday. Brian Bayo mentioned him earlier, a big fan of him and Lucas Giolito, and they face off on Friday night, which should be a fun one there. And then you got Emmett Sheehan making his second start for the Dodgers, heading in to face the Houston Astros. That should be a fun one as well. Sheehan got the job done with six no-hit innings in his first start. Didn't look overly dominant, though. Now he gets the Astros in an offense that uh, – Hasn't been lights out great, but they've had their uh, their ups and downs and good moments of late. So they'll make Sheehan have to earn it on Friday night. You got like Logan Gilbert on the bump. That's always a good one. Hey, Jesus Lazardo taking the hill as well as first a couple other nice matchups to look at. And don't forget Jake Crumpler will be here uh, covering for me as usual over the weekend. And we got games over. You got the London series. It's going to be awesome. Uh, la- the last time it was there, there was runs galore. Apparently, they've adjusted the stadium a bit. Still not bad. It's less than 400 uh, feet to center field. So the balls should be flying out between St. Louis 
and the Cubbies. Looking forward to that. Justin Steele and Stroman going for the Cubs. That's Wainwright. Uh, and I can't remember who the second pitcher is, but it don't matter. They're, they're, they're not that great in St. I think it's Jack Flaherty, actually. So, yeah, have fun with that one. So hopefully our pitchers don't get as beat up as they did in Mexico City, but we'll have to wait and see on that. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Before I head on out, make sure you all check out PitcherList.com. Uh, check out all the great content, all the great content providers, all the cool tools they got there, and then go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You will not forget, uh, regret it. Gets you in this awesome Discord where you get some cool, cool information dropped in there by Nick and Company and all the other great tools that the PL Plus and PL Pro offers you. And I hope you guys checked out Nick Pollock's live uh, broadcast, basically, of Gavin Williams' debut. That was awesome. Getting to watch the game, getting to hear Nick Pollock break down pitching and other things, and that's only going to get bigger and better from Nick and the rest of the people at PitcherList.com, so go check that out as well. That'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys on Monday. Hope you all enjoy your weekend, enjoy your time with Jake. But this was your first pitch podcast, Friday, June 23rd edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.